0: Cover City Sports is back with episode 24, The Kid, our boy Griffey. steve what's this episode all about here on 1-6?
1: Dave, we got a little uh, Cover City Saloon talk. We're going to get into how New York State is finally getting into the legalized sports online betting gambling game. We got the conspiracy of the week involving Saban's daughter. Then we're going to dive into uh, some discussions, Dave, about... uh, Joe judge. And what happened on Sunday night with the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, of course we got your games of the week. You got the college football championship game
0: on Monday. Steve-O has been hot, hot on his Twitter picks. So make sure you tune in to get those, uh, to get that easy money. Lantern. cover city city. City. Cover city sports
1: welcome back to episode 24 with the kid steve what's going on man dave i was hot with my twitter picks last week baby fired up for this weekend's games we got wild card weekend coming at us a national championship in college football they made it steve i'm not letting you i'm not letting you get off that easy
0: so you were you were six and one two weeks ago in the NFL picks. Yep. You were four and zero oh in the bowl game picks on what was that Saturday? Saturday. Yep. Saturday. Four and zero, oh, and then we're five one and one in NFL on Sunday.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Dave. I, I, I was. I was feeling it this weekend. Feeling it.
0: That's like seventeen wins, two losses, and a push.
1: Dave, I'm on fire, baby. baby. Hot, that crackhead spoon, kid. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Roo, what's I just going hope on, everybody's tuning can, uh... in. I, that's all I can say. <laughs> hope the guys are listening.
2: Baller status for sure, Steve-O. Big. That oh, is God, what's going on. In that world. is what's
3: going
0: I am, uh, I, I don't know, man. I've, I've been watching Band of Brothers on HBO, which has been uh, interesting. Great, great war, World War II uh, show there. Uh, but other than that, man, I'm pumped up for the Na- Na- national championship and for these Buffalo Bills to uh, to make a playoff run. I want to see them and the br- Browns going at it.
2: I love how, like, Giants fans and Bills fans are almost like cousins. They don't really hate <laughs> each other, but they're, like, still, like, they can support each other, you know?
1: I got you. I feel I, I like that reference. It's not like the Jets. It's like, no, nah, yeah. I just want to see the Jets in misery totally.
0: Jets
2: are like the stepbrother that you never wanted.
0: <laughs> i love the cousin cousins reference It's very <laughs> i got like, yeah, my second cousin. it's like the cousin early. you
2: see at the party You're like thank god he showed up <laughs> all
1: right Absolutely. dave let's get into the last week's draft king winners here uh we have some uh reoccurring uh winners in the uh the top three for our cover city contest so we got first place was peter red baron that second had to place. be his
0: second win, right? Had to be.
1: Yeah, it's his second win. I think he might have been in the money even before that, or uh, on top of that. Uh second place, we got our boy Mid Major Mark, uh coming in coming in uh place. And then third, uh another uh just a guy that's frequenting the uh the, the cash uh contest here is uh Jordan the dong of deposit Hathaway uh coming in third place. So uh guys, uh look for this weekend wild card weekend it's going to be Saturday and Sunday slate games uh that link will be out tomorrow morning so uh make sure you make sure you get in on the action
0: yeah that one will fill up quick i think we're going to try to push it to 30 i think this week so um every time there's a an odd weekend like a you know a golf tournament or something they fill up quick so we're going to try to bump this puppy up to 30 let's uh let's try and get that puppy filled so me and Steve don't have to fill six slots ourselves and just give everyone our money See, well, I think I think we came in sixteenth and fifteenth this week,
1: Dave. That those are those are it's better than nineteenth and twentieth. This is where we normally lay at. So you know, I'll take it. We're moving on up, like George and Wheezy over here. I don't know yeah, which one to be. Right. be George. I could be Wheezy. I don't. I don't care. I don't care.
0: We shoot to break the top ten before the uh, before the Super Bowl. See, <laughs> so, you know, let's go ahead. Let's get into some saloon talk here in Cover City. <laughs> this is cover city salute
3: talk uh
1: what do you got for us this week dave it was brought to our attention by one of our great followers uh posed the question why can't we move and this is almost, you know, kind of something you might even allude to for the same thing in the Super Bowl. But why can't we move the national championship game off Monday night? Put it on Friday. Put it on Saturday. I, you know, I, I get Sundays the NFL. You know, but you know, people got to wake up for work on Tuesday. The game doesn't end till almost midnight. You know, you want to have a couple cocktails, enjoy yourself, we'll wine a little bit, and then before you know it, you know, you're you're you got to get up for work. So I just wish, I wish they would make this more. And I know it's, oh, they say the West Coast and, you know, those people, they want to put it on prime time for them. It's just to me, it just doesn't make any sense. I, it never has. Super Bowl never has made any sense. But at least Super Bowl starts at 630 um, where, where you know, th- this game's not going to kick off till 830 at best. And, you know, you're, you're in bed by one o'clock. It's like you really can't even enjoy the game. It's so, one of those things. Like, it's like, why,
0: why are they just busting on me? Like, why? It makes no sense to have it on Monday um, versus say Saturday, right? And the same with the Super Bowl. You're right. The Super Bowl is even worse. If the Super Bowl was on Saturday, it would be like an undeclared national holiday. It'd be the biggest thing you could ever imagine.
1: I, I think the most days off um, taken by employees is the day after the Super Bowl. It's, it's yeah, the most called in, yeah, called in days for for employees. You know, it's like. Put the damn game on Saturday. It's prime time. I just, I, I don't know. None of it makes sense to me, but I guess that's why, you know, people make the big bucks to make those calls. But you
0: know what? I, I know what it, um, it being on Mondays kind of did for me growing up is I didn't, I never got into the national championship game of college football as much as I did a Super Bowl just because I was knocked out by, by 930 on the reg. Right. You know, like growing up when you're like eight to 10 years old or like you know before when your parents are still telling you what time you should go to bed and so like college football in like my younger years wasn't as big as a deal as it should have been right i think partly because right. because of, of that reason a little bit
1: oh definitely i mean i i remember it as far back as i can remember that it was always on monday night it's just to me it just doesn't make any sense i, I don't know
0: well some good news um our boy Cuomo's got the state so far in debt it looks like we might get uh, online sports gambling finally uh finally legalized here. We're way behind uh the states that surround us. Um Steve what what have you heard on this front and how does this af- how is this going to affect your day-to-day?
1: Andy coming through. How about it Andy? One time for the Two people. The left turns right
0: here I think.
1: One time. I mean, it's about time, Dave. I mean, New York state, they said is potentially one of the largest sports wagering markets in the nation. And, and, you know, New York state has been letting tax dollars and tax revenue go to other states, people, especially, you know, going into New Jersey, going into it, into um, Philadelphia to make these, or Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to make these, you know, uh, wagers that, you know, New York state could be capitalizing on, you know, Taxation of of gambling dollars, and and I think now more than ever people are gambling. I think Vegas had a record last month for fifty six million dollars in profit. You know, like people are gambling in droves. It's crazy. So it's about time uh, Cuomo came out and, and did this. And you know, who knows what what his intentions are with it? But it, b- better for me because I'm in the dinosaur age of having having a bookie and. You know, I don't have the luxury to do prop bets or to do money line bets or to, you know, and even something as simple as a money line bet. My bookie doesn't take those bets. So this here is going to just might be a bad thing. I might have to hide even more <laughs> from my poor wife, but, you know, whatever. I mean, what she doesn't know is going to kill her. Um,
0: so he, he also mentioned that New York State's going to do it through. Uh, the New York State Lottery, where I guess a lot of other states' models, it's it goes through a casino or a few casinos or whatever it might be. So he claims it'll be a seamless proce- process. Let's just see it uh, get turned on, and and the sooner the better, so we can start hitting some of those live lines.
1: Yeah, no, I uh, can't wait. I, I I hope it happens happens soon. Here, I'm excited. Uh, I'm gonna be patiently anticipating the arrival of it, Dave. <laughs>
0: So also, I guess in news of of Cuomo, there was a petition that we tweeted out this week. Um, A Bills fan started. I think it has over close to 30,000 or more signatures. But to keep Cuomo out of Orchard Park, uh, they said one of the tickets should not be wasted uh, on a governor. um, And it should just go to a loyal fan, which I don't think anyone can argue that.
1: No, I, I I agree. You're going to you know, be limited
0: to only like 6,700 6, fans.
1: people. There's diehard Bills fans that you know haven't witnessed the Bills playoff win since 1995. Um, you know, and and, and Cuomo is going to take one of those seats away from from that poor New Yorker who who want, you know shouldn't shouldn't be missing out on this. So I you know I, I don't know. <laughs> I know.
0: Is there any the chance the you you're you you sneak into Orchard Park somehow?
2: Um, I'm, I've been dialing up different methods, trying to find, I'd pay any price to get into that game. I mean, to be a New Yorker and to see a live event, that's gotta be something special. So, I mean, good for those. At least, at least they're getting some people in there. Drew, I think, you know, Bobby Valentine had that nice disguise with
1: the, with the big,
2: the you Godzilla think I could pull logo. that off?
1: Say, yeah, no, I mean, they wouldn't even know they'd be, and you could no like clue. dress up, you could dress up as like a bill staffer. You know, I got
2: to like, jump some fences.
1: Little fence hopping, your you yeah. know the rooster. I gotta crash over. some
2: tables too, so they're like this guy knows what he's doing here in Buffalo. He definitely has a ticket.
1: Definitely ticket guy. Steel, you
0: want to break us into the conspiracy of the week?
1: Dave? Nick Saban's daughter tweeted that Ohio State is faking COVID cases to the in the national championship so Justin Fields can recover from that hit.
0: Yeah, and that that
1: takes us into this
0: week's conspiracy of the week, Steve-O.
1: Dave, this is a big one. This is a big one, Dave. This is there's a lot riding on this one. There's a lot on the line here for Ohio State. We saw the way Justin Fields played in that semifinal game, and if he can't be 100 if he can't be at 100% against, you know, Roll Tide, they don't even have a ch- a chance. Snowball's chance in hell. This is what i will say. Yeah, I said it me and Kristen saving up there, you know. I don't know. I I uh the tweet came out and I think it 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 left just as fast as it went up. Uh, old Daddy almost caught wind that uh the daughter was tweeting again. I think she tweeted about something uh a while back too. Maybe it was this COVID positive COVID or something, I don't know. But anyway, th- this right here, this this could be big time conspiracy uh you know? Yeah. So to to read the her
0: quote. So this is Kristen Saban, her daughter, Kristen at Kristen Saban S. If you're not confident to play, then all caps say it. I call BS on the COVID cases. They're just worried about their QB and want him to have more time to heal. If he's hurt, put in your backup. You don't want to see us postpone the rest of the season to wait for, for Waddle. Bye.
2: You gotta Bye think at, at all caps. At bare uh, minimum, those are bruised ribs, right? Oh, God, that hit was brutal. That's like that's got to be a month recovery. You know, to, they but, shot him up with something to continue playing that game, but he couldn't have felt well after.
0: That's also like Ru, when you're in the midst of it and your adrenaline's already going. You don't realize how much pain or how sore you are until mm-hmm. like an hour or two after the game. Um, and so what we're referencing is the hit by James Salski in the um, geez, I forget what quarter it was in, but um, Fields was actually doing a spin move and got. Hammered,
2: hammered front row, hammered <laughs>
0: front row. <laughs> so, anyway, so it was Justin Field's second quarter, was doing a spin move, trying to get some extra yards, got hammered. Hammered. I'll have to
3: picture Jesus in a tuxedo t shirt
0: by James Skalski. You know, did I say that right?
1: I think he nailed it, Dave. I'm pretty <laughs> impressed. With <That's> it. <laughs> so, Steve,
0: let me ask you this though. I mean, did you agree with that ejection before we even keep going with the conversation?
1: First initial watch live on it, Dave. I said no, and then as they, you know, obviously the the more you slow it down, the the more aggressive that the the actual hit looked, um, because I mean he spearheaded him with it with the crown of his helmet, you know, right into his back ribs, whatever it is, and you know that that's the definition of targeting. So in the definition of the rule, yes, it was targeting and yes, he should have been ejected. And Dave, I don't think a lot of people um, might not remember this, but last year, uh, the ward kid, Sean Ward, is it ward? Wade. Wade? Wade. Yeah, yeah. Sean Wade, uh cornerback for Ohio state. Same thing happened to him. It was a very questionable uh, targeting call and he got kicked out for the rest of the game. And it really, it affected Ohio State uh, for the rest of that game. So, and I, and I think, you know, th- that kid there for the, the linebacker there. What, what, Skalski. Right? That kid. He was, the, he was the defensive leader for Clemson. So, yeah. you know, having him go out, I mean, he could still be on the sideline, but that, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, when, you're, when your top player is on the bench and can't be, you know, a part of all the preparation that they put in and, and being a part of the game, it just, it takes a lot out of, uh, I think you know, Clemson's defense there. and Justin Fields, I mean, we saw the way he played. Uh, he he said he came out this week and said that that was the most prepared he's ever been for a game. And it's like I get it they're 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 college students and they have to excuse me, they have to go to school. um, so maybe they don't get as much preparation time as you would as a professional uh, getting paid uh, to do this job. but you know to me it's like Fields, feels you've been in some pretty big games you're telling me this is the one you finally finally woke up for so i don't know i'll, I'll be interested to see how he prepares for for alabama um i think he definitely can put up points and uh, you know the
3: alabama's
1: yeah, so defense back
0: back to the hit real quick i i kind of disagree with you a little bit just i think if it wasn't for the spin move i would agree with you i think it should have been a 15 yard penalty but the dude spun. If he didn't spin, he would have hit him with his shoulder. He spun and then he hit him right. with his head. And the hit was kind of scary because that was the same, pretty much the same hit that Steelers, uh, what's his name, Ryan Shazer? Shaz- oh, yeah. Shazer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty yeah. much the same hit, which freaking yeah. paralyzed, Paralyze. partially paralyzed him for a while. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, so getting, so going back to the conspiracy, he absolutely got crushed. He had to have fractured at least a rib. Um, and back to your point, Steve-O, so more time for him. So if they if they could delay the start of the game, if OSU could delay the start of the game, like Saban's daughter is saying, to push it out to what I guess the secondary date was January 18th, this would only give him more time to prepare, which if he can make this game the game that he's most prepared for and heal up those ribs, it's it's what gives OSU a fighting chance here, or more than a fighting chance, but.
1: Ah, Dave, but here's the here's the kicker in this. This is where the tinfoil helmet comes on, right? You gotta get the tinfoil hat out for this one. They they delayed another week. That gives Jalen Waddell another week to get healthy for Bama to give them another basically one A to Devontae Smith's one as a as a serious wide receiver weapon for, for Mac Jones to to have at his uh you know disposal. I don't know.
2: You gotta think at like the end of the day, though. You're a head coach, you need You'd rather have a healthy starting quarterback than what uh, a wide receiver on the other end. Uh,
1: definitely, 100%. 100%. He also
0: might just think this is going to be a shootout. And so, yeah, need need the QB for the shootout. <clears throat> They're scoring yeah. Alabama score, point out points regardless.
2: Do they need Waddle to win this game?
0: No. No,
2: no not at no. all,
0: right? Is Waddle definitely out if it's played Monday?
1: They haven't, they, you know, Sabin made this statement that there's a possibility that Waddle might play, but I I don't know if it's really holding any water. So
0: let's go ahead. Let's pop into the game of the week here, which is obviously Monday night. Alabama minus seven and a half versus OSU, uh, Ohio State here with the over under at 75 and a half.
1: Dave, you actually had a pretty good stat today. What was it? So no national championship game has gone over 70 since 2014 is that yeah what's that? And,
0: and the closest one was last year uh which was 45 to 17. Wait, I mean, that's only 60 points yeah, yeah so yeah it's been a while but yeah the closest one it was probably less than less than 70 then I'll fact check that as you're as you're going through uh yeah
1: oh, I, no that's big numbers but both of these offenses I mean you saw what you saw what Ohio State did to Clemson's defense last week and we could arguably say that Clemson's defense, you know, is right up there, if not better than, than Ohio's or uh, Alabama's defense has been this year. Alabama's defense, I, they gave up uh, over 45 points to uh, Florida in the, in the SEC championship game. So they're not the juggernaut defense that they have been of the past. Um, Both offenses are dynamic and I, I foresee this game being very high scoring, but I'm, I'm really hesitant to, to jump on that line. That's a, that's a big number on a big stage where, you know, sphincters are going to be a little tight on this one. And I don't know if, you know, people are going to be as loose and, and really slinging it and going downfield. So I gotta, I gotta say, let's see what that line does. I love overs. We all know I love overs. Overs are my thing. I'm the over guy. Um, but that's a, that's a big line. And even even the seven and a half, you know, I don't even know where to lean here yet. I, this might be like a game time decision. This this might be check out the Twitter picks on on Monday afternoon to see where where Steve O going here, talking third person about
0: little myself. teaser there. Keep them keep keep the listener uh, interested. Um, so to so go back to my my uh, point there. So I was wrong in 2015, uh, Alabama versus Clemson. It was 45 to 40, so that was an 85 point um total outside of that the next highest those from 2019 to 2014 was 68
1: i bet that's that's what i i wouldn't be surprised to see a big number like that with these two offenses i just the way these two offenses have, have been playing um well i guess ohio state didn't do too good in the big 10 championship game but we saw what they did in, in the uh semifinal. Do you think
0: do you think uh OSU's offense can put up the same to have a similar performance on Alabama's defense?
1: I think Nick Saban will be more prepared. I don't think he's going to give up the deep ball um as much as Clemson did. Uh, I think that kind of I I think that was surprising to to Clemson because, you know, if you watch the the Big 10 championship game and I didn't really get to watch much of it because I was doing snow removal in a loader that day. But you know, for the parts that I did watch, uh, Fields was limited to to a deep ball threat. He didn't have a late Alave, Chris, Chris
2: Alave,
1: yeah, that guy, him. So anyway, I'm I'm doing pretty bad on names today, Dave. I'm, I'm
0: rooster's yeah. like the uh, SAT professor <laughs> that just had to sit there and watch while everyone took their SATs,
1: <laughs> <laughs> helping out, but.
0: Yeah. You know, so they that would just throw
1: you an answer here or there. Throw, throw you a bone. bone. Yeah. Yeah. I love bones. Those well, are Well, Dave, zombies. I have the
2: answer. Alabama, uh, I'd take that minus 10. I think nine times out of 10, Clemson beats Ohio State. Ohio State got him on a bad day, crushed that Swiss cheese defense. Alabama, way too good, dominates Ohio State.
0: Rue, I like you here, too. We don't give our, our, our inputs here often, but I like Bama minus seven and a half. I. I uh, I don't think OSU has Ohio State has seen a uh, a team like Bama yet. I mean they've saw they obviously saw Clemson and and rode past them, but I still think Bama's a different beast.
2: Though well, we haven't talked about this uh Trey Sermon cat at all either. I mean I think he carried the load throughout this uh these past few games for them and he's been a scary target. But, yeah, I, I I'll stand by that.
1: Ooh, is that a is that a uh, office reference? What? That's what she said.
2: That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs>
1: The office now on Peacock.
0: Ruth, Ru, did you download Peacock to watch The Office? No,
2: not yet. I'm just going to use my buddy's account, have him pay for Do you it. You have to pay?
0: I thought it was free.
2: It's free for the first couple of months. I think it's $5 a month. Steve O's butter hard roll is going to pay for it, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's go ahead. Let's, let's transfer into the NFL. Kind of sad that that's the only
1: college game we got left to review. It's, oh, gosh, it's crazy Dave that ass. we got here though. I mean, you know, I give everybody tons of credit who, who was involved. Um, you know, even the big 10 getting in, which is crazy because they really weren't even going to have a season. So it it's, it's pretty impressive that what these guys did in the conferences and the, you know, the, 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 hoops that they had to jump through to make sure that they they got to this point and it's awesome i i can't wait i don't care monday tuesday i don't care what night of the week it is i'm i'm gonna be dialed into this game because i think it's gonna be a great one so i just i I, can't wait
0: one thing to note before we move over to the nfl i do hope that the fcs can play their uh play their games as scheduled in march and we can do some spring tailgating uh at u albany
1: how fun is that gonna be i'll just we're gonna rock the warrior
0: Yeah, that's like, I mean, our weather here obviously gets cold, but to to be able to like tailgate, you know, with a T-shirt on comfortably is like an all-time,
1: it's just an all-time event. It's a mind mind blower there, you know, it's like, wait a minute. So I'm going to start off in my winter jacket and finish off in my shorts instead of the (laughs) other way around. Hey, I'll take it. Let's do it. Uh, But
0: first, um, let's go ahead and jump into the NFL. I think I said that 10 times now. Eagle. a lot of, a lot of a lot of people pissed off with the Eagles game Washington football team versus the Eagles last week the Eagles basically what uh, many are saying through the game by bringing taking hurts out and bringing in their backup um, and then our boy Joe Judge voiced his complaints um to the media and Steve why don't you run that run that quick clip on Joe judge and uh, hear your take on on if you agree with him or not
3: We had a lot of people opt in to this season. Okay. We had a lot of people opt in. All right. Coaches, players. That includes family members as well. All right. So to look at a group of grown men who I asked to give me effort on a day in, day out basis and to empty the tank, and then I can look them in the eye and assure them that I'm always going to do everything I can to put them at a competitive advantage and play them in a position of strength. To me, you don't ever want to disrespect those players and their effort and disrespect the game. The sacrifices that they made to come into work every day and test before coming in, to sit in meetings spaced out, to wear masks, to have shields over those masks, to go through extensive protocols, to travel in unconventional ways, to get text messages at 6.30 in the morning telling them practice is going to be canceled. We have to do a virtual day, okay? To tell them, please don't have your family over for Thanksgiving. Please avoid Christmas gatherings. We know it's your wife's birthday. Let's make sure we put that one off to the off season. There's a number of sacrifices that have been made by all the players and coaches in this league. There's a number of sacrifices that come along as well with the family members and the people connected to them. To disrespect the effort that everyone put forward to make this season a success for the National Football League, to disrespect the game by going out there and not competing for 60 minutes and doing everything you can to help those players win. We will never do that as long as I'm the head coach of the New York Giants. Dang, Joe!
1: Oh, Joe said, "Yo, Doug, why don't you come on over here? I got something for you." And just good. Oh, did you hear that? Did you hear a bitch slapped him right across his face. You know, D- Joe's doing this for you know his locker room for his players that were out there tweeting Sunday night. People like me who wanted to drive to to uh, you know Philadelphia and pound the piss out of Doug Peterson because <laughs> you know they. they, they they basically, but no, actually I didn't even want to pound the piss out of Doug Peterson. I want to pound the piss out of riverboat Ron, even though he'd crushed me with one hand. I mean, they gave you the game. It, it, it was in a, it was in a, you know, a video at the end of that game where the coaches shook hands. Ron Rivera thanked Doug Peterson. Th- he said, thank you for that. Like, what do you thank? Oh, yeah. That's he mailed in the game for you he put in nate sudfield like yeah no no that's yeah you know you heard it right you know you heard what i said the the the, the third string quarterback who's and never back up
0: for the eagles for four years now never yeah, stepped. Yeah, foot but on finally the field.
1: wanted to you know th- down three points in the fourth quarter you want to you know, want to give him some snaps and and pull jalen hurts a guy that you you know won the job out by beating out you know wentz with that whole thing's a whole debacle in its own right so you know, I don't know how disrespectful it is to to, you know, anybody other than the Giants. I mean, it really didn't affect anyone else but the Giants because the Giants had the playoffs, you know, on the line right there. Um, but it definitely saw the the wave it in it, it, effect it had again, you know, with the Philly players and what they've been saying in the media and, you know, kind of the mindset of them where they just you know they didn't get it they didn't agree with it and I wouldn't either I mean you played to like like Herm Edwards said you play to win the game and and Doug Peterson definitely didn't he he played to lose that game and I don't know if it was something that came from higher powers you know owners GMs whatever it was but so do you think do you think they were out to just get the Giants
0: cuz I mean if the if if they won Washington doesn't get in right I don't think they're. I mean, they're both. They're, it's both within the same conference. It's not like oh, the Giants are our rival and Washington isn't.
1: I don't think they're out to get the Giants. I think they were out to lose the game at all costs. They wanted to go from the ninth pick down to the sixth pick. They had nothing to gain from that game. There was there was winning that game cost them three spots in the in the draft. That's all it would have. But done. here's the
0: other thing: there is like they're not they're they're not going to draft a quarterback, or at least I assume that they're not. And so, what's is it that big of a difference in you know six to nine if you're not worried about a QB? I
2: feel like when it comes to a no. defender or receiver, it might, especially with this year's class.
1: I think the receivers are deep, but if like you know Micah Parsons from from Penn State, where you know he he he'll be available at six, but he might not be available at nine, or he could be a game changer on defense. I think somewhere you know that where. Philly's also looking for, for cornerback help. I know they got Darius Slay in the offseason, but you know, they need some help there too. So you know, obviously we know the GM's under enough fire for for not drafting uh Justin Jefferson. We saw the rookie season he uh, he had and they took the kid out of TCU there. So did you um, did you
0: see that they were Minnesota's uh, Mike
2: Zimmer? Yeah, I was laughing. They were laughing. They were yeah.
1: laughing out loud when
0: uh, Jefferson didn't get picked, <laughs> and, and they it, he landed in their lap.
2: They're like, "Are you fucking kidding me?"
1: <laughs> they were literally like, "We
0: still do? there? Why is,
2: this, why is this
1: kid still here? Yeah, we'll take him." Yeah, that's insane though, too. I mean, you think about it. So before they traded Stephon Diggs, and we saw the season that that kid had, Minnesota had the arguably the best three wide receiver core in you know NFL hands down you know they traded Stefan Diggs but Thielen and and Jefferson had huge seasons and I know that's not anywhere near what the fuck we're discussing excuse my 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 language I know this is a kid show so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off that I'm sorry
0: so so to go back okay so I I like what Joe I like how Joe Judge came out and and said this because his players were all over Twitter the night of the game Slayton uh, Say Quan uh, Shepherd, we're all tweeting out. You know what the hell is? Literally, they were just like, what the hell is going on here? Like, why, why aren't the Eagles playing to win? But at the same time, Joe Judge, you, you got six wins. You have really, you have absolutely no leg to stay, stand on here. You do not deserve to be in the playoffs. You do not deserve to tell other teams how they should be playing the game. Uh, my only complaint here, I don't even mind um, <clears throat> that that the Eagles took Wentz out. I, I don't care. It's a meaningless game. I don't care if they got a guy and they want to play him and he, he's been on the team and has been, I don't know, in some way impactful to the key team and they want to give it on the game. I don't care. What I do care is that they get rewarded for it. And the NFL, I think, needs to totally look at how um, how they, they, they put out their draft picks. I think the bottom, take every team with a losing record, put them in a lottery, and, and that should be it. The, the Eagles should not get they're basically getting rewarded for that performance, and that to me is just the weakest thing I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, no, and you've said that in past episodes, Dave, where that you know you feel strongly about that, and and I'd have to agree with you, especially you know this was blatant. Like the you know you could say that the Jags, Jags might be there as you know pretty close second with you know bench and Minshew for for frigging Glennon, who you know we know Mark, Mike Glennon's not a starting quarterback in this league and we know Nate is not going to be a starting quarterback in this league either. You know, and I know you got to assess well if we have to trade Wentz in the offseason and you're dealing with that. So, you know, he's kind of got a leg to stand on there, but like you said, like I think Joe you know what's Judge the difference even
0: between that? the four-loss team and a two-loss team. Like what 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 is the difference there? Why should one team if something the four-loss team should should get a higher draft pick for being more competitive. Yeah, and putting out a better product on a, on a weekly basis.
1: Um, well and I think even joe judge said it in the press conference that we just only gave you a you know a short clip of that but you know he basically said you know we only won six games so we didn't do enough internally ourselves to give ourselves a good you know position to be in the playoffs so we really don't have you know too big of a beef or a gripe there you know with anybody other than ourselves we need to compete better next year to put ourselves in a better position where we're not in you know in
2: that
0: is starting to win me over. I, I, I he's definitely. a very
2: articulate. Like I remember in the beginning of the year, he had that press conference and like, he had giants fans like Josh drop. They're like super bowl. This dude gets it. He's got it. And then he comes out and then he's got a wave that people hate him. Then people like him. Then he comes out with this press conference. Now giants fans are like, maybe this fucking dude is pretty good. You know, the thing
1: I like about him and it's, it, it's not even so much what he's saying. It's like, they needed a guy to come in and change the culture. You know, I truly feel like uh, in years past, they they quit on the season um, when, when it basically got to the point where they knew there was nothing to play for. And I know this year was crazy with the the amount of uh, teams that were horrible in the NFC East. But, you know, I think he's going to – I think he can change the culture of the Giants. The guys want to play for him. That, yeah. that is
0: evident. So yeah. um, that's something that I think – he needed to at least do this year and now he's got to start finding a way to pile on some more wins but uh talking about you know adding wins let's add some wins to steve-o's 11-2-1 record in the nfl over the last two weekends steve-o
1: who do you got saturday dave we got great games i I love it that they're doing three and three so three saturday we'll have games all we'll have action all day saturday all day sunday um, I hope I'm not up as late uh, this Sunday as I was last Sunday, but you never know. It's a school night. So, you know, I, I might have to, you know, hit the hay a little early. A but, Dave, Saturday afternoon, we get that one o'clock slate. Colts traveling up to Buffalo. Give the people what they Buffalo. want. Uh, Bills are given six and a half with our an favorite over. favorite cousin.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Bills given six and a half with an over under of 51.5. Uh, last six games, all wins for Buffalo, averaging forty points per game. Guys, they are on a roll right now, and I just—I don't know if I can see the the Colts uh, hanging with with uh, Josh Allen and company up there in Buffalo, baby. Buffalo's been
0: overrated every week this year. They have—they have yet to get the respect they deserve. You mean underrated? Underrated, yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, Last last week they were I, the game might have went off at Buffalo plus one. I think they were underdogs.
1: Um, they thought the yeah, Buffalo was,
0: was just going to lay down and die. I think,
1: I think it was like I had them at plus yeah, two. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think it was two. I think Buffalo was getting two points in that game. They yeah, and yeah, getting two right. Fifty six points against a team that needed to win that game to get into the playoffs. I mean, it was Buffalo.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that's our their OC got their shit kicked in so much that he retired after Who's one that? year. The C oh, Dolphins. Oh OC. Dolphins. He's 176
1: years old. He's older than Joe Lewis was when he <laughs> fought um, Muhammad <laughs> Ali or whatever I think that coming to America line was. One time Frank Sinatra comes out here and sat down in his chair. And I said, Frank, you hang out with Joe Lewis? Just between me and you. How old is Joe Lewis? You know what Frank told me? He said, hey, Joe Lewis 137 years old. 137 years old. Oh man, you ain't never meet no Frank Sinatra. Fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. Who's next? <laughs> yeah, Chan Gailey, you know, prehistoric dinosaur. I think they they need something something better down there, in Miami. With so Steve, are you taking the Bills minus right six and a half? Dave, I'm going to let everyone in on that secret later on in the podcast. So keep tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. 440 kickoff, Dave. We got the Rams traveling to Seattle. The 12th man taking on the Seahawks. Seahawks are minus four with an over under of 43. You got to watch this line. You got to watch it once they make an announcement for who's going to start at quarterback i could see this line moving uh in either direction depending on if it's going to be uh wilford or or if it's going to be golf uh there you know so you think this Mc- tightens
0: up if Goff gets he gets the start
1: could, it could possibly it, if anything he doesn't get the start i see it going up i see you know moving up uh with, with Seattle going to be given more points that than they already are at the four right now. Um, Sean McVay is being pretty vague on, on this, uh, you know, the status of Jared Goff and his, you know, it, it's his non-throwing hand, um, that he had the surgery on. Correct.
2: Uh, I believe
1: yeah, so. Yes. so. You know, <laughs> he's It's the playoffs. I, I foresee him playing, but they're, they're being pretty, uh, tight lipped about this one. So I don't know. Two weeks ago with Goff in the lineup, Seahawks beat the Rams 20 to nine in LA this time it's in Seattle. And I know the crowd isn't going to be a factor like it normally would in, in a Seattle home playoff game. Seattle's defense has week in and week out. They've improved each week. Um, I think they're, they're started to gel. They made even some in season moves, getting a uh, Dunlap from, from the Bengals. uh Jamal Adams, coming back uh at safety there so the defense has been playing good but the offense hasn't been able to to really figure it out and really get anything going after that you know hot hot start that they had so i don't know me personally i'm gonna i'm gonna roll with it with the hawks i'm gonna roll with the home team on this one regardless of starting quarterback i'm going i'm going Seahawks here
0: and then 8-15, Saturday night, baby, we got uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks 8.5 versus Washington uh, with an over-under of 45. Dave, you want my prediction on that one? You're damn right I want your prediction. You want my prediction? That's why we go through these, for your predictions.
1: Yes, prediction. Pain. Whoa, clever Lang said, pain, and it's gonna be pain for the Washington football team and company. Chase Young, you're gonna be regretting the day you got your face in that camera and said you wanted Tommy Brady. Tommy, he has Southeast Steve, I was here to back you up here, guy. Huh? I'm going Bucks. I'm going Bucks big. I think, I think Tom Brady's been clicking with with the, those offensive weapons that he has. Um, they're even running the ball pretty well with uh with Jones in there. So I, I I foresee the Bucks just absolutely just woodshed by taking them behind it and and what is it, Molly Wap them? Is that what you is that what we do? I know mid major Mark. Stevo says, says? <laughs> yeah. Tommy's going to thank you." <laughs> <point>. <laughs> 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 okay, let's,
0: let's go into Sunday one o'clock game to start it off. Uh we got Lamar Jackson and the Ravens minus three and a half uh against uh the Titans with an over under a 55.
1: Dave, this is a huge rematch from last year's divisional round, uh playoff game where the Titans upset uh the Ravens in Baltimore. Ravens were a heavy, heavy favorite in this game. Uh Titans were that team last year uh that we're kind of seeing with with the Bills. Um, you know, and even possibly the Bucks, but you know, a team that, that is getting hot and starting to click at the right times. Um, and actually that's what the playoffs is all about. The roles might be a little bit reversed this year. The Ravens, um, after going on a three game losing streak here earlier in the season, they rattled off five straight wins. Um, Lamar Jackson has looked very comfortable. Uh, with his arm and with his legs, I mean, he's so dynamic and so dangerous with his legs. Defense is really—he's a guy you can't prep for. He's a guy that you, you kind of—you just have to have like that Romer or the guy that that's you know shadowing Lamar to kind of keep him in check. But even even that being said, it's it's such a a tough thing to do. And I've been kind of keying into those Ravens games the last few weeks to see, see what he's doing. And then the Titans this year have just been so up and down. It, I think I feel as though at one point we're like, they're Super Bowl contenders. And the next one we're like, they're not even going to make the playoffs, you know? So it's, I don't know which Titans team's going to show up this week, but I do have a pretty good feeling uh, the way JK Dobbins has been running the ball and the way Lamar Jackson's played the last few weeks. I think the Ravens this year go on the road, beat Tennessee in Tennessee. So I'll give the three and a half points. I'm gonna take the Ravens.
2: Oh, I got, I got a Ryan Tannehill practice gear in my dresser, worn by him. You're gonna regret that decision, Steve-O, When my guy comes, you be Yeah, I'm gonna. A uh, friend through a friend through a friend. So you, it's got his numbers, name, shit you. on it from the Dolphins, though. So maybe that's why I should ride. With oh, the there Ravens. you go. But
1: he gave you his jock
2: strap, huh? Yeah, I've been If you wear on your head week. like a mask and like.
1: Timmy,
2: I'm not sure, but I don't think that goes there. Yes. Uh I run with you it. Go on. Get Butter so heart rolls the, with the, that mask on? I haven't I haven't watched it yet. So when I run on it, I just sniff it All and right. sweat. Okay, all,
1: right. all right. Now that the <laughs> listeners just threw up in their mouths, let's let's move into the four o'clock games Dave. 440. Kind
0: of a, an odd start here. 440 p.m. Bears versus the Saints. Uh Saints are favored by double digits in the playoffs at 10. Over unders 47 and a half.
1: The Bears, Steve O. The Bears are in big trouble. I, I think Drew Brees <laughs> uh, gets his uh, gets his his weapons back. Michael Thomas will be uh, healthy. Uh, they sat him out the last few weeks to make sure he was a hundred percent for this playoff game because they knew what was you know what lied ahead for them. And then uh, we saw the way Alvin Kamara played six touchdowns the last game he played. I know he was out last week with, with COVID, but that game was basically a meaningless game. Um, for the saints and they still won. They still, uh, they still beat, uh, the Panthers last week, uh, very convincingly with, with no running backs. They actually had, uh, Ty Montgomery, a wide receiver, uh, at running back, um, last weekend. So I think this is a, an easy cover for the saints, uh, the way they're playing on offense and defense. I think they're going to be a tough team moving forward. I just always worry about them and, they almost feel like they have a jinx, like a playoff jinx, like something crazy always happens to them. The one year with with Minnesota and losing, uh, at, at you know in the final minutes of that game, and then with the Rams and not calling the pass interference when they, you know the the Saints receiver got mugged. So I definitely this week Bears they limped into the playoffs or snuck in or whatever you want to say, but Saints lay the points even tens even a lot. I know it's the playoffs. I'm still going with Saints.
0: Steve, um, a lot of
1: rumors that Drew Brees will retire at the end of the year, yeah, I think it we'll be think it won't be the last we'll see of him though, Dave. He's going to be in the booth. I think i nBC's the I think the Sunday night games, I think he he might be uh, might be going there might be taking that that role and so did for that, yeah. Well, let's go uh, with the Sunday night game, eight
0: fifteen. Browns at Steelers. Uh, Steelers are minus six with an over under of forty seven. A lot of COVID in the Browns in the Browns locker room. Hopefully, they can uh, get themselves uh, negative, and, and we can see a full strength Browns team.
1: Yeah, I, I feel I kind of you know I feel bad for Browns fans here. Um, I know I was quoted at saying is like you know why why don't I believe in the, in Cleveland? And my response was is because they're the Browns um you know it's, it's this is tough you know coach Stefanski, yeah Co- coach Stefanski isn't going to be available at all on Sunday um I know he's a rookie head coach but what he's done with that offense and Baker Mayfield and um the rest of those guys on that offense he's got him he's got him clicking he's got him playing uh together uh I don't know I I I would actually like to hear what your take is on this game, Dave, because I think you were calling all year for Steelers to be one and done in the playoffs. And I don't know. I think,
0: I think six points is a lot. I think it's a lot. Uh, As long as the Browns have their, their core, I'm not, I'm not going to say the Browns are going to win, but um, I I like them winning, keeping the game within six.
1: Dave and even like Baker Mayfield and and kind of the, the knocks he's been taking where Kyle heard, You know, who's been on his show, just basically saying, "I don't care if your coach is out. I don't care if it's a backup old lineman or who or backup wide receiver and a starting old lineman." Baker Mayfield's got to put up, Um, but no one gives him praise or the credit for the stats he's put up. First three years in the league, he's one of three guys to pass for more than thirty five hundred yards, twenty five touchdowns, and you know the other two guys are. Peyton Manning and, and Andrew Luck. I mean, that that's some pretty good, you know, company to be to be holding there. And, uh, you know, I don't think people give Baker enough credit for for what he's accomplished in his short time in the league here. And, you know, we finally got the, the Browns back to the playoffs. And, you know, whether they win or lose on on Sunday night, they're building something there uh, with with Stefanski and with with a guy like Baker Mayfield, where I think they have. The confidence in him now that they didn't probably have at the beginning of the season, but to me, I just think that they they should hold him to a little bit, you know, higher of a standard. Is that the is that what I'm looking for there, or no? No, I think no, they should pull a
0: little respect out. on his name. That's yeah, all. give him to get off that Ronnie Dangerfield
1: shit.
3: Get no respect. <laughs>
0: uh, so, Steve, um, who are you taking in this one?
1: I know, Dave. This is a tough one. Um, as much as I don't want to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Steelers. I'm gonna give the points and and take take the Steel City uh, at home. I just the way that they played last week with a lot of their starters out, and it was a do or die game for the Browns. Um, for the Browns to barely win uh, that game, and and really to, I think Pittsburgh what was down a few scores, and they came back in the fourth with Mason Rudolph. Uh, at quarterback, I don't know. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with Steelers. I'm gonna take the Steelers. I'm. Uh, so, what yeah, two games
0: you most fired up for? Give us one on Saturday and one on Sunday.
1: Well, there's two. I, you know, be honest with you, Dave. There's the two games Saturday. I, I the Buffalo game. I can't wait for. I want to see what Josh Allen does in, on the big stage in the playoffs. You know, I I I'm gonna be rooting for him, and and I hope that. That he, he, you know, he really shows out the way that everyone's expecting him to. And then that night game, I just want Tom Brady to throttle Washington. I want him to just absolutely annihilate them for what they did to me on Sunday night. Those, <laughs> I
2: was going to say, it sounds like animosity from this weekend.
1: Pure gambling hatred, right there for that L I took. Now I did get it on my Twitter picks because smart me put the lower line in earlier uh, in the day, which it was lower and, and it did move up two and a half points and they nipped me by half a point. So Tommy, Tommy, come back and kick that. <laughs> Tommy Sunday, Dave, that Ravens Titans game. That's the game of the day. That's the game where I think everyone's going to be at the edge of their seat. Um, I think the way that the Titans offense has been playing lately. Friggin, I mean, Derrick Henry rushing for 2,000 yards. Tannehill's been, you know, he's got his weapons at, at wide out with, with Davis and uh, and who's a Brown, A.J. Brown. So, yeah, I, th- I think this is going to be a, a, a pretty offensively heavily dominated game, and I can't wait for it on Sunday. That's the game I'm definitely going to be tuning in
3: for.
0: Well, let's go. Steve, us roll us into the buttered hard roll of the week here, baby. What do, who do you got? Rue.
1: Rue. Give the people what they want to hear.
2: I'd love to be the one to talk about the buttered hard roll. Buffalo! <laughs> make me
1: wanna kick your heels and throw
2: your hands the bills Dave I'm rolling with the bills
1: I'm rolling with Josh Allen now. and company I'm gonna give the points to the Colts and I'm gonna say something right here right now the the Colts are probably gonna be up at halftime and then storming back coming back and no one circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills ah. Give him my money. That's what everybody's going to be saying by 4 o'clock on Sunday afternoon because the Bills are going to be up by two scores, and we're all going to be celebrating Saturday afternoon, whatever afternoon it's going to be. We're Stewart's Butter hard rolling that one,
2: Dave. Lock it in. Rolling down the street yelling Cover City. steve i I've never heard a winner ever say Vegas always wins. It always happens to be losers that say Vegas always wins. Uh-uh. Winners say yeah,
1: Here Cover covers. City. Yeah, right.
0: And that's gonna do us here, folks. Another week in the book, the Griffey
1: episode. Hey, didn't we have a stat on Griff? I think it was uh, five years ago today. Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, was uh, voting. He was got voted the, in. Voted into He's the Hall of
0: Fame at 99.38 uh, percent voter
1: yes rate. Son, one son of a bitch didn't vote for him. Imagine that. Imagine being that one, that one bitter guy. Well, that was five years ago today. The kid, sweetest swing in the game, taking us into the weekend. Let's go! Follow us on Twitter at Cover City Sports, on Instagram at Cover
0: City Sports. Make sure you get Evo's picks. It is hot.
1: Hot picks, Dave. Hot picks, guys. Make sure you're tuning into our Twitter picks this weekend. You're going to love them. Tune into the DraftKings contest. That's gonna be out there. Link's gonna be on Twitter. Uh, you guys, uh, the, the regulars, you know who we you are. You'll be getting in. Can't wait for this weekend. Both days, Saturday, Sunday game. So get in on that contest. Get on that action. Yeah, Cover City.